This is Sports Jam. I'm Doug Doyle. My guest today is the founder and CEO of Kitman Labs, the leading sports science and performance intelligence company that has launched the football intelligence platform for the Premier League Academies. At Kitman Labs, we want to change the world of high performance forever. We work with leaders in some of the biggest sporting leagues and teams all over the world in public sector and military to help them to improve the way they make decisions to manage the performance and health of their athletes. I think the single most important thing that we can do for our partners is to help them to unlock performance through intelligence. Our mission is to help people to take the millions of data points that they have today and to transform that into insights that allows them to unlock the limits of their human accomplishment. That means that they're instrumented by data and they can support the reasons why they make decisions. In the absence of intelligence, that's impossible. Stephen Smith is the CEO of Kitman Labs. Great to have you on the show. Thanks so much, Doug. Great to be here. This Kitman Labs being headquartered with offices in Dublin, Ireland, and Manchester, England. Your roots, even though you're joining us from Silicon Valley area in California, your roots go back to some of your rugby days in Ireland, don't they? Yes, absolutely. So uh, prior to founding this company, I spent my entire career working for a professional rugby team called Leinster Rugby in Dublin and Ireland. Your whole focus of your career mind as you were getting older was sports, rehabilitation, making sure people are at their peak performance. And then you took it into the tech world. And so it's really been a great marriage for you. But dad first told you, don't go into the sports industry. You're not going to be able to have a professional career in it. Isn't that right? Yeah. Um, my dad was actually here with me last week. My dad and my mom were here with me in California last week. And uh, we we were sitting down having a conversation. My brother was here with his wife as well. And uh, we were talking about when we were kids, what they thought we were going to be when we grew up. And uh, I, I reminded my dad of the time when he told me that I shouldn't go into a career in sport and I should follow him down the track of being an accountant because there was no money in uh, there was no money in sport. And I reminded him of how far we've come and all that we have now. So we're, we're able to have a good laugh about it now, which is great. And he played sports, but he didn't play rugby. Correct. He, uh, he played soccer and Gaelic football growing up and rugby wasn't widely played in Ireland whilst my dad was growing up. And it wasn't until my generation before it started to become a really, really popular sport in Ireland. Now, when you were a part of Lanster Rugby in Ireland, you worked on you know the health team, you worked on the medical staff, you worked on the rehabilitation staff. Tell us what your role was there before we get into the whole thing on how you transitioned into the tech world. Yeah, well, my background is uh, I have a sports medicine degree, but I also have a qualification in, in strength and conditioning. And I played elite level rugby, which gave me a very unique background. So when I joined Leinster, um, I actually ended up sitting kind of somewhere between the medical team, the fitness and conditioning team and the rugby team. And I kind of became the gel that helped to bring all of those pieces together. And, and really, it was that exposure and that experience that taught me about the issues that are faced by each of the different kind of members of the high performance team. And that group that I was involved in had a very definite mantra that they wanted to be a very collaborative environment. They were trying to 
you know, make decisions that were with and for each other. And the only thing that we cared about at that point in time was success. We we all we were all on a, on a a very deliberate mission to help that team to achieve success that they'd never achieved before. And that meant that a level of kind of synchronization and collaboration and communication and, and shared decision-making that, that had never existed before. And that's what I suppose that, that was, that was the seed that, uh, that, you know, germinated then into, into what we call Kitman Labs today. It was a transition that has become a great success for you when it comes to dealing with it's not just the Premier League, but you're also involved in many other leagues. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But this new football intelligence platform, tell us how that works. Tell us how Kitman Labs makes performance and teams better. Yeah, well, the, the football intelligence platform is one of, I think, the one of our, our, our proudest collaborations um, I think the goal that the Premier League have is to produce incredible talent and to produce more of it than than has ever been seen in the in the football or soccer world before. And I think what they're doing is they're flipping um, the model in in global football completely on its head. And, and what I mean by that is that most leagues typically look at their youth development systems as cost centers. You don't generate revenue from them. You're not selling huge TV and media rights packages. You're not selling big sponsorship deals. You're not, you know, getting hundreds of thousands of fans through the gates to watch 10 year olds play soccer. Um, And they've decided that instead of that being seen as a cost center, they're looking at it as an incredible investment opportunity. They're looking at it as the future of the game and they're investing in technology like ours to be put in situ and then to help them to find the best talent, to nurture the best talent when they come in, to understand where their strengths and weaknesses are, what they need to do with them, how they need to tailor and individualize their coaching, and then how to better protect their health so that by the time that they get to professionalism, they understand everything about these athletes. They understand how to manage them. They understand how to care for them. They understand how to how to individualize what they need to do to make them you know, the, the best version of themselves. And essentially what they're doing is building a deeper and wider talent development funnel than, than has ever been built before. And that is a... That's something that we are incredibly passionate about and really, really excited and proud to be part of. Each player has individual skills, so it's it's not the easiest thing to do to just put all this data together. And we're going to talk about data points in a moment, but let's take somebody like Messi, who who many people consider the you know the greatest, if at least of his era. When you look at his data points, when I look at him, just looking at him. I don't say that guy probably is the greatest soccer player to ever live. So data helps you in different ways. Tell us how that can make a difference. It's easy sometimes in, in scenarios like the Lionel Messi's, like the Erling Haaland's, et cetera, to, to be able to spot, you know, to look at the data set and see here's where they're better than everybody else. Here's the things that they do that are really unique and really special. But it's easy to see that when we're looking at the professional game and we're looking at the the elite of the elite and the top one two percent i think where data plays a huge role is actually in all of the small decisions in all of the tiny little things that need to happen every day in finding like can we find like you know messi is a great example can we find the next messi at seven or eight years old looking at him and looking at him from a physical perspective he probably doesn't look like the most important most imposing character he doesn't look big he doesn't look enormously athletic he doesn't look like he's strong or powerful and i think it's very easy for us to just look at somebody like that and you know, completely remove them from the equation of, of scouting or recruiting. 
But I think what data can help us to understand is and break down is some of these technical and tactical capabilities. It can give us an understanding of their physiological profile. It can give us an understanding of their decision-making capacity and capability. It can give us an understanding of their, you know, their, their, their medical and welfare and health profile. And I think that that's what elitism is. It's, it's the combination of all of these things together. It's not one thing. It's not that just they can score a goal. It's not just that they have incredible ball control. It's not just that they're incredibly fit. I think the, the elite of the elite are, are that way because of lots of things. And some of that is psychological and some of that is like, you know, acumen and some of that is, you know, their ability to develop. So it may not be at, at 10 years old, you can see that they're the best player of their playing pool, but you may see that the velocity and rate of change that we're seeing in them is incredible and their ability to adapt, their ability to learn, their ability to grow. These capabilities and capacities are, are incredibly powerful. And I think they're the types of things that data can tell us that we just can't see with the naked eye. Stephen has already told us that his background includes keeping players healthy and at their maximum potential. And with the salaries that we see in these wonderful football leagues, they're incredible, right? They're, they're, they're more than the NFL. They're more than the, the NBA. So keeping players healthy on the pitch is so important to these clubs that they need to rely on Kitman Labs to help them maximize the potential of all these players, whether they are just coming into the league or they're veteran players who need to stay on track. Well, 100%. I think the value of this industry is skyrocketing. Um, you you look at player salaries, you look at TV media, media rights deal, you look at sponsorship deals, you even look at like franchise sales recently. I think people's minds have been blown by the valuations placed on some of these clubs and assets over the last number of years. So I think all of that means the stakes have never been higher. And, you know, the, the prize for success is just is insane. And when you couple that with the fact that we have seen an explosion in data over the last 10, 15 years in sport, teams are now drowning in data. They don't have the tools to unlock those masses of data. They don't have the tools to turn that into intelligence that can transform their business. And, and to a large extent, it's become an arms race. It's become an arms race to say, how do we take all of this information that we have and how do we turn that into something you know that allows us to capture the flag? And for us, we looked at that as that concept of taking raw data, you know, and taking all of these fragmented pieces of raw data that that exist in you know all of these point solutions across the ecosystem. How can you take that and turn that into intelligence? How do you take that into and how do you take that intelligence and turn that into shared decisions? And that that for us is that's what we wake up and think about every day. And you know, we've we've really pioneered the concept of, you know, I think what is a completely new category in this industry, which is all around the concept of performance intelligence. It's not about data. It's not about analytics. It's actually about how you take those pieces and bring that together and turn that into intelligence, but intelligence that's geared toward performance. Um, and, and I think that the time is now for this industry. The funny thing about data to me is that it can be so beneficial, but one save can make a champion. And that might not be a part of that data. So I know you think about that, but you're giving teams the best information possible to make decisions and to make the right moves and to keep players on the pitch. 
Yeah, and I, I think uh, that concept of those small, tiny decisions, those one, those one, you know, that those one saves, those one shots, those one blocks, those one tackles, but that that's that's everything that we're preparing for. And it's how do you get that? How do you fine tune your athletes? How do you manage them to like the the, the athletes that we're dealing with? We're so lucky. They're like the the level of capacity and capability that they have is incredible. It's how do you fine tune their management? How do you fine tune their development? to put them in the position so they can unleash that opportunity and they, they, they can make that last, you know, that, that one tackle, they can make that one save. Uh, and that, that's what this is all about. Right. I think uh, there will always be elite athletes, but how do we get the best out of them? Um, and how do we make them, how do we make them shine in those moments that really matter? Also wondering when it comes to you, Kitman labs is working with other leagues. Tell us about how that's developing. Yeah, so we're we're lucky enough to be involved in, in I think you know almost fifteen leagues globally today, um, and it's been a huge focus for us over the last number of years, and it's been an area that I think has grown extremely rapidly. I think this year alone we've added maybe six new leagues to our our kind of stable. So you know I think we we've announced over the last couple of months three of those, um, one being the Premier League that we've discussed, but also Major League Soccer, uh, the NWSL, and I think the role that we're playing in 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 all of them is by and large, it's, you know, it's different flavors of the same thing, right? They're all incredibly ambitious. They're all trying to, um, I think, increase the level of professionalism, increase the, the quality of the product that they're putting on the field, create more engagement for fans, create, you know, longer, uh, longer careers for athletes and promote the, the health and safety of athletes. So for example, with the NWSL, we've come in to provide them with all of their medical record capabilities and to allow them to, we've we've implemented our performance medicine system to allow them to take every piece of data they're collecting on the health and welfare of their athletes and to make better decisions about how they manage the health of their athletes. Uh, and then similarly with Major League Soccer, we've come in uh, at their next program, very similar to the Premier League in that we're coming in at the earliest stage of the of the elite youth career. And we're starting to try and track as much data as possible about those youth athletes to help them to build a wider funnel so that major league soccer becomes, you know, as, as, as competitive uh, as, as other, you know, major leagues globally, like the premier league. And they're two really, really exciting projects. And I think it showcases the ambition of, uh, of different sports leagues globally. And I think 10 years ago, people would have looked at major league soccer and said, they're irrelevant in the the global scheme of like of world football and you know the NWSL would not would not even would not have even like you know been a, a German people's mind and today you look at them and see look at the ambition look at the professionalism and look at the growth that we've seen in both of those leagues in a very short period of time it's incredibly impressive and it shows what can be done when you start to implement this level of process technology infrastructure sophistication uh, and again, we're just really proud to be a part of that journey and to be involved with really ambitious and innovative partners like that. We're speaking with Stephen Smith, who is the CEO of Kitman Labs. You mentioned the word growth. With so many companies, because of the economy, cutting back, Kitman Labs is growing. You're adding more employees by the day. That has to tell you that you've hit on something spectacular. Yeah, well, um, listen, we... We know that what we're doing is special and we know that it's the future. And we're seeing every day and every week and every month that our industry is, is changing at an extremely rapid rate. And we are seeing that where five years ago, 
there would be a collection of point solutions where you would have your medical system, you would have your strength conditioning platform, you would have your calendaring and scheduling and operation system, and you have your coaching platform. That what we've seen and what we're hearing from our partners is that that is making things worse. This fragmentation of data in these pockets and silos across a, a high performance organization does not allow people to create shared understanding. It does not allow people to cultivate that data and turn it into intelligence. It does not allow people to make shared decisions that really impact the things they care about. That is the health of their athletes, the performance of their athletes, the development of their athletes. And we're, we're very quickly seeing people shift to a consolidated horizontal platform that allows people to see 360 degree view of their athletes and to understand how to make important decisions and ones that matter and ones that impact the things that they care about. And we're lucky that we're at the epicenter of that. And that is fueling a level of growth that that we've never seen before. And um, I think it's really validating for us to see that the picture and vision that we had for the future of this industry is becoming a reality today. The term techie years ago may be referred to somebody who had glasses, crew cut, looked at a computer screen, never did anything. But Stephen Smith played rugby in high school. You're not a techie type if you're playing rugby. You're nuts if you're playing rugby, if you if you ask me. That is one of the most physical, unbelievable sports to play. Tell us how much you enjoyed playing rugby. That was it was something that changed my life. I, I wouldn't be sitting here doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for the passion that I found in rugby, if it wasn't for the friends that I made through rugby, if it wasn't the connections. You know, I, I ended up working for a professional team because of the connections that I made from playing elite level rugby. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's changed everything about my life. And one of the things that most people, I think, globally don't understand about rugby is that whilst uh, on the field, it's extremely aggressive and it can look really, really messy. Um, it's probably one of the most organized, disciplined sports in the world. And the level of respect and camaraderie that is built in rugby communities is is like nothing else. And I think that, that has a, you know, that's formulated part of the backbone of who I am and, and who we are as a company. And it's something that we're really, really proud of. And I think one of the things about, about, about rugby, again, that's probably unknown is that it comes from a very private school background in, in Europe. And, and what that means is that the level of education for the people that are involved in the game of rugby is extremely high. So when you think of the fact that a concept of a business like ours came from that background, it's probably not surprising then that, you have a, a, a sport that, whilst it looks like it's barbaric on the field, actually comes from a very well-educated uh, space. I think that's where the focus on analytics, why it came first to rugby. And, and, and it's it's also, I think it's a culmination of that, the educational background of people within the rugby community, coupled with the fact that we just didn't have the resources. We didn't have the resources of the Premier League. We didn't have the resources of the NFL or the NBA, for example. So we couldn't just go and spend more on talent. We had to hunt for every tiny marginal gain that we could make. And it meant that we were trying to expose data and pressurizing data in a way that other leagues and other sports potentially weren't because they didn't need to yet. Uh, and that that gave us an advantage. And um, yeah, I think uh, I'm so proud of the the fact that my, my background's in rugby and, and I'm so grateful to, you know, to the rugby community for everything that they've given me and, and given us. And, and I think delivered back to the world of sport as well. And I want to be clear when I say nuts to play the game because it takes guts to play rugby because of the lack of pads and, and the physical play. But as you mentioned, and put it so beautifully, you know, it is a, it is a 
first of all, it's a wonderful sport to watch, right? There's so much action going on. And uh, there's a learning curve for us over here when it comes to, you know, how to score and, and, and things like that. But uh, I've enjoyed watching it uh, very much so. But I still wouldn't want to be a rugby player because I just don't have that. Mm, I got to hit. You know, I played outside linebacker when I was young, Stephen. And at halftime, one of the coaches said, hey, Doyle, you're allowed to hit somebody. <laughs> that gives you an example. I wasn't a big guy like I am now. So I, I don't know how the, how you do it. But uh, I'm, I'm glad that you you love the game and and Lanster rugby continues, and and it's such a, a a big thing. I want to talk just you. You had mentioned about these data points, and uh, and talked about the, the different things of the so much data out there. Can you get a little more specific? What what a data point could be, you know, on the pitch, and and how you work, and how does Kitman Labs, you know, just use that information? Yeah. So we, I mean. The terminology data point is probably you're right. It's probably hard to to understand decipher what that means. But um, we collect everything from the number of steps somebody takes on the field, the distance that they travel, the acceleration, decelerations, change of directions, collisions, impacts, all the way down to the number of passes and shots on goal, and you know scores that they make, and even things like uh, you know discipline, fouls. Um, and then, you know, even on the, I suppose, on, on the medical side, every uh, bump or bruise that an athlete sustains gets documented within our system. Uh, every treatment note, every rehab exercise, every scan, every MRI, every, you know, ECG that they have, like you name it. When you think of medical care, every aspect of somebody's medical care gets documented within our system. And then, you know, we even we even get down to when you think of like the week in practice. So if you think of, um, I suppose, the life cycle of an athlete throughout the week, every practice plan, uh, you know, what the coaches design their practice plans, what they're going to do, what they're going to focus on, how they're going to coach within a certain drill, the setup and measurements and dimensions of the field that they're going to work on or the drill size that they're going to work on. Um, the level of detail and professionalism that goes into professional sport today I think is is pretty astounding will blow people's minds and essentially the easiest way to break down this concept of uh, you know what, what is a data point is probably the entire athlete life cycle is completely digitized you know they're they've become like you know supercomputers and we're the we're that platform behind that ingesting all of that data and pulling that in and then structuring that to allow people to leverage it and utilize it and then allowing them to you know to, to start asking questions of that too to understand it when it comes to some of the personal and health information, obviously that's not something that would be shared for a, a sports betting platform. But there are aspects of Kitman Labs that can partner quite nicely when it comes to the sports gambling industry, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's data feeds that we collect today that would be very interesting to that community. Uh, I think our role within the sports landscape today is not is not certainly not on that side. We we're working, you know, our clients are sports teams and sports leagues rather than, you know, we don't work with media, we don't work gam with gambling, etc. There's a whole different there's a whole different body of people, and and I suppose some of the data that we collect is probably collected in other areas or is reutilized in other areas for leagues so that they can sell it for things like you know gambling and and betting, but it's a I suppose it's outside the scope of what we focus on today. And will individual teams or organizations like would USA Soccer come to Kitman Labs and say, hey, you know, we want to be in the World Cup final. Help us. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that's where the vast majority of our relationships actually started. It wasn't on the league side. Plus today, our, our league business has really started to, I think, gather huge momentum. We started with just individual teams and, you know, just from some of the teams that are that are right be- behind me here. Um, you know, before we had a league-wide deal with Major League Soccer, we, uh, I think our, our first client over here was actually, our first uh, Major League Soccer client was actually Toronto FC. And then the Portland Timbers picked us up and then the Columbus crew picked us up. And I think as the league started to see that the teams found value in what it was we were doing, it made sense for them to start to then provide a set of capabilities across the entire league. And at the beginning of our business, that's kind of how it started happening. Teams would jump on board first, and then the leagues would see this and get and, and you know that would establish credibility. And now what we're seeing is the flip, like the reverse of that, in that leagues are leagues are reaching out to us and saying hey we need to have what they're having we need to have what they're having and everybody is starting to move you know in 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 that you know i don't think we need the same credibility from the teams anymore because our business is much much more better known so there's one special sporting event that steven smith can go to and he's allowed to bring three stars of the sports world past or present no family members who would you bring along to this sporting event? What would it be? Who would you bring with you and why? If there's one sporting event, I would probably I'd probably have to say it will be Wimbledon. And I'm not a tennis fan, so this is probably a bizarre answer. But prior to last year, I would have said the Super Bowl, but I was lucky enough to attend a Super Bowl last year. So now that I've done that, the bucket list item has been ticked off. Um, but I would probably go to Wimbledon because I think it's just it's such an exceptional uh, tournament, the fact that they have to back up performances, you know, day after day after day, I think that is uh, that is really really exceptional to see, um, and I think also the like the demands that are placed on them, the scrutiny that's placed on it, and it just it also just looks like such a fun event because it always seems to be for the vast majority of Wimbledon seems to be sunny and, um, you know, I think uh, it it looks like a, an interesting spectacle. Um, who are the three people that I would bring? Probably somebody like Steph Curry. I think uh, he just blows my mind. I think the 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 talent. Um, and again, I think when you talk about someone like Messi, I think Steph Curry fits into that. Doesn't look like he's going to be like one of the best basketball players in the world. Uh, and I just think the consistency that he's had, I think the way that he carries himself off the field as well, I think just have a huge amount of respect for the way that he deals with, like, you know, the, the position that he's in. Um you know, I, I think if you're if you're to look at uh, American football, probably, you know, somebody like, you know, maybe even Patrick Mahomes today. I think the way that again, he's his performance levels, what he's doing, how he's you know how he manages himself as well, and how he manages his body, both you know on and off the field. I think just is is really really impressive. Um, and then I think from a soccer perspective, um, I grew up being uh, a Manchester United fan, and David Beckham was probably one of uh, was one of you know one of uh, my you know, superstar athletes at that point in time, and helped to transform an incredible Manchester United team. And again, I think just the way that he conducted his business, how he how he dealt with uh, his emergence to to stardom, and um, how he looked after himself and progressed his his career both on and off the field. Again, I think it's just really impressive. So. They would, they would probably be my three. That's a great answer. We just have a couple of minutes left. When will you say, yes, I've accomplished everything I wanted to do with Kitman Labs? What would have to happen? Uh, I think never. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. 
you know, I think <laughs> you're not the first person to have asked me this question. Um, and I think if you had, you know, if I had answered it six or seven years ago, I would have said, you know, I've already be done. The things that we've done, the achievements that we've had, the people that we work with, the, the solutions that we've developed. But um, like anybody that's competitive, the further we've gone on this journey, the more we realize it's possible. And, you know, with every passing day, there are new opportunities for us to do more and more and to help within this ecosystem more and more. And I just love it. I, I am lucky enough to wake up every day and to get to do something that I am incredibly passionate about. And no matter how hard it is on certain days and the issues that we have to deal with, like anybody in business, I get to work on something that I love and I get to work on something that I can dream of and I, that I can, I, I can decide what the future looks like. And there are a few people in the world that get to do something like that in their life. So for me, it doesn't feel like work. And I just, I just love every, every aspect of it. And, uh, so I don't think I'll ever be done. Um, and I, I hope I'm not. That's the perfect answer from an entrepreneur who just will never stop because you always want to be on top. There's always a new challenge. And that's why you're on top when it comes to the sports science and performance intelligence company. He is the founder and CEO of Kitman Labs. My guest today on Sports Jam has been Stephen Smith. Pleasure to have you on the show and continued success. Thanks so much, Doug. This was great. Sports Jam is a WBGO Studios production. You can hear all the past shows by going to wbgo.org slash sportsjam or wbgo.org slash studios. You can also find Sports Jam with Doug Doyle on the NPR list of podcasts or wherever you hear podcasts. Until our next Sports Jam session, I'll see you at the game.